but there's always those negative people and it's it it kind of weighs on you a little bit because it's like you know you're doing this for me it's like you're doing this for fun and i'm doing this for fun now i know i want to get my you know i just want to have fun with it and i want to have fun with the box and i feel like i've opened up a little bit more on my podcast and then those negative people come in and you're just like do i really want to keep doing this Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Conversation. I'm Brandon C. McClure, your host through the journey through your favorite podcaster's fandom. It's been a couple weeks since my last uh, upload because I decided to put Conversation on a uh, every other week, a bi-weekly basis, um, mostly because I want to keep a consistent a, a consistent schedule with conversation but i uh where i'm at in my life right now with things as they are um i can't keep a weekly consistent schedule so every other week um for the time being and you know maybe i'll move to uh weekly once again Uh, or i may need to move to monthly either way i want to keep a consistent schedule with conversation i really enjoy doing it and i do not want it to stop that said this week you're going to hear from Christian Renteria, who is the uh, host of the Movie Pit podcast. He's the only host. There's no co-host there, um, which uh, still blows my mind that he does this whole show on his own. Uh, it's incredible. But he joins me today to talk about fandom, his podcast, his struggles. Um, a lot of people are really responding to the show when I interview them about how personal it can get, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, to interviews coming up uh one in particular is really personal and i can't wait for you guys to hear it um so i think he's got a lot of wisdom a lot of relatability in his words uh and i, I think this is a really good one that you guys are going to really enjoy i'll plug everything at the end of the show uh but i will add you know if you want to be a part of this show please get in touch with me at fakenerdguys at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you uh, let's get you on the show. Let's go. You got a geek podcast. You're in a fandom. Let's talk. All right. That's going to be it. My back is killing me. So this is a little rough this week. Um, so without further ado, here is Christian Renteria from the movie pit podcast. Enjoy. Okay. I am here with Christian Renteria of the movie pit podcast. Uh, welcome, sir. Thank you for coming on. Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Why don't you tell us a bit about your podcast? Uh, so the Movie Pit Podcast is uh, basically a rundown of all the big movie news items of the week, uh, movie trailers. Um, I'm bringing back movies that are coming out at the end of the week uh, that went away for a little bit because of, uh, well, you know, COVID. Um, and it might go away again because of Delta. Uh, but, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we, we do all that every now and then. I do a movie review. I try to do a little bit more, but... Um, life gets in the way but uh yeah that's just anything movie related um anything that pops in my head that just it goes on the podcast is it just you it is just me oh. it is it has been me for uh five long years oh uh, i didn't know that yeah it's just me and um i've had people on the podcast every now and then i think i've literally counted it down 
I've had a total of eight guests on the podcast. Really? For all five years, eight guests. And um, I would never mind doing it by myself. You know, ever I, I would, you know, like the the bounce back with someone, especially on the movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and certain things that pop up every now and then. But um, yeah, five years by myself. You know, I I, I admire that. I uh, we've been doing our show for about five years as well. Um, I could never do a show by myself. I <laughs> I we I did one episode. I did one episode when Comic Con twenty sixteen, I think it was. Um, it was a it was a special episode, just me, this microphone. I've had this microphone since we started recording, um, and just running down Comic Con news, and I was like, "This is awful." <laughs> <laughs> well, try imagine that for five years. <laughs> oh, hey man, you know if it works, it works. Um, all right. Uh, so let's just get right into it. This is a fandom podcast. Uh, this is the first time I've recorded a new episode in a very long time. So, um, I'm finally getting back into the swing of things, um, to give the listeners a little inside baseball. Yeah. Um, all right. So why don't we, why don't you discuss a little bit about what you were doing in fandom spaces, how you felt about fandom, how you interacted with fandom prior to you starting your podcast? Uh, I mean, prior to me starting the podcast, you know, uh, the 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 whole fandom thing, it wasn't. I wasn't as familiar with it. It wasn't something that I immediately like. I knew there were, you know, fan bases out there. I knew there there were some rabid fan bases out there, but it was never something that I searched for or something that I, um, you know, that I that I went out and, and looked at and and try to converse with anything like that. It was just something that I kind of kept at a distance because, you know, there were, you know, I, I think everyone knows this, you know, there's fandoms out there that they get a little toxic. And um, uh, I, I'm, I know because I'm part of some of those fandoms, but, um, and I try to stay away from the toxicity as much as I can, but it seeps through every now and then. But, um, you know, when it comes to like certain fandoms and stuff, I was, you know, I, I went, on the message boards, you know, I went and, you know, IMDB used to have message boards all the time. And you want to talk about a toxic place. That was a toxic place for a long time. I still look at the IMDB reviews sometimes. <laughs> and my God, what a, what a cesspool of just horrible opinions. Oh yeah. I, I stopped, I've stopped looking at that for, for ever since they got rid of the message boards. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm not going to look at it anymore. You know but, what I, um, you know what I think I've been saying this on Twitter for a long time. I think everyone needs to get rid of audience reviews. I mean, we've had we've had our fun. It was a mistake. <laughs> Get rid of them. I, you know what? I don't disagree with that. I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it would definitely be a little bit better without right? running its reviews. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm think I'm I'm glad that someone else said this this week. <laughs> I'll say I'll say the things that nobody else will because <laughs> I was thinking about it like I, I get Amazon reviews. All right, you're looking to buy buy a movie on Amazon, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. But like IMDB shouldn't have an audience review section. Rotten Tomatoes sure as hell shouldn't have an audience review section. Oh, no, don't don't get me started on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I I despise Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes needs to go back to I I, I don't blame Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is is a is a place that people have given too much power to. And yes. Rotten if Rotten Tomatoes wanted to go back to they won't because they like the clicks, but they wanted to go back and fix their problem. The problem is get rid of audience reviews, 
keep it just critic reviews. The idea was you take all the critic the critic reviews and you created a, a, a number and a number for people who who like a movie or dislike the movie, and that's how people decided they want to see a movie or not. That's fine, that's fine. But the moment yeah. they got into more of that, more more than that, that was the problem. Yeah, because then you start, you know, then you have the people who are like, oh, I'm gonna. And it's it's still a problem today. It's like you have people that are reviewing quote unquote movies that they haven't even seen yet and yeah. that aren't out yet or that you know that you know aren't even on embargo yet or anything like that. And you start, you know, putting those scores, those reviews in there, it's just gonna ruin the whole system. The Suicide and, Squad is already getting review bombed. And it's like, yeah. why are we doing this? Why are yeah. we letting anybody do this? We have yeah. lost our privilege to do this. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Okay, I'm glad someone does. <laughs> anyway, uh, quick, quick little tangent right off the bat. That's what we do here on conversation. We do we do little tangents. Um, so anyway, so you were saying about about your your the spaces and fandom that you tried to avoid and you wanted to kind of yeah, keep your own like, space. I just you know I think that it, you know I, I know you guys have talked about it on the podcast every now and then uh, on Fake Nerd where you guys talk about you know, the fandoms and I've heard on other podcasts too, like, uh, especially with gatekeeping. And that's always the thing that, that always bothered me because it's like, why are you like, if it's someone new coming in, like, let's say star Wars and cause star Wars has a very, you know, divisive, uh, back, uh, fandom, uh, if that's what you want to call it. Um, but you know, if you have someone new coming into you know Star Wars, who just started watching the movies somehow after all this time avoiding everything Star Wars related, they just started coming and started watching stuff, and their first experience going online, going on Twitter, going on Reddit, going on wherever, and their first experience is someone coming to them and being like, "Oh, are you really a fan? Well, what happened? You know, in you know in you know this book that." only uh excuse me only a certain uh, amount of people have read like no that's not like just let them enjoy it what they know because not all that stuff you know even though some of it's not canon anymore because of you know whatever i'm not gonna get into that but um you know not all that stuff was accessible to people and then you know a, a lot of times the only accessibility they have is the movies they come out on tv or you know the Mandalorian, or you know the the animated shows like the Clone Wars, and you know the Bad Batch that just came out. Right. Um, so that that the gatekeeping stuff is always like it to me. It, that's always the big thing that I hate about fandoms. I mean, hate's probably a strong word, but that's one of the things that I don't really like about it because it's like your tr- it's like now nerd culture is a part of everything. It's part of pop culture. It's part of the regular culture that we all know. You 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 know you wouldn't see. Pe- as many people wearing, you know, a Iron uh, Iron Man shirt or a Captain America shirt in public um, so proudly like they do. Right. Uh, that's, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. Now it's like it's everywhere. You can't escape it. Like I went to, I went um, for uh, run some errands right now and I saw at least six different people with comic book shirts on. And it's like I wouldn't have seen that 10, 12 years ago if I walked into the store that I walked into. So yeah, the, the gatekeeping thing that that always bothers me, and and it bothers me not just you know with the nerdy stuff, it bothers me with the other stuff because I'm part of the the wrestling fandom as well. And oh, okay, that fandom is very toxic when it wants to be, and sometimes they do it. Sometimes it's I'm not saying toxicity is ever a good thing, but sometimes when people come in and they try to control it, 
and then try to say like, oh, and I, you know, they try to be like, it has to be this way. It's like, no, wrestling doesn't have to be this way. It can be anyway. And if you, if you want to venture into wrestling Twitter, which I don't recommend you do if you don't have a guide, um, <laughs> you know, right now you'll see like, you'll see like WWE versus AEW. And that's mm-hmm. like the two major things right now in the wrestling fandom is those two things. And me being a fan of what WWE was back in the day, but now really loving AEW, you see like who the like the fans of the old WWE, you know, as it was called back in the day, WWF, you know who those people are because they will say things that make sense. And they will say like, you can't go back to the way it used to be. You can't go back to, um, you know, half naked women on TV or, you know, having, uh, you know, swearing at everybody all the time. You can't have that nowadays because it just doesn't fit Uh nowadays. Um, You know, AEW is doing awesome. I love AEW. I've gone to every show AEW has done. Um, But, you know, going online, going on Twitter, going on Reddit and seeing just everybody just attack each other because, you have to like one thing or the other. You can't like both. And that's always the thing that bothers me, not just about wrestling fandom, but just about all fandoms. Like, you have to like one thing or the other. Right, you see yeah. that all the time with, like, Marvel and DC. You have to like Marvel, you have to like DC, or Star exactly. Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Or then, and then you have, you know, the other people are like, oh, no, what about Image Comics? What about, you know, the smaller brands? Like, no, I like those two. It's like, no, you have to like one or the other. Right. It's the, the, the ridiculous war against the Marvel and DC fandoms. The Marvel, I think the Marvel fandom in a whole is a lot less toxic than the DC fandom. I'm not willing to make the statement that it's not toxic at all oh, um, no. because this, everyone's got toxic elements. But the Marvel fandom tends to just kind of be like, hey, we just want good movies. We just want these movies to succeed. But the DC fandom is like, we want your movies to fail and our movies to do well. And it's like, yeah, like your, your movies aren't good. They suck. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, shut no. up. Yeah. It's all movies, guys. <laughs> shut up. You mentioned wrestling fandom. So before we move on, I want you to, to, to I love learning about new fandoms. I, if you recall a couple episodes back, I learned about Tiki fandom. That was great. I learned yeah. about Formula One fandom. Um, I want to know what is wrestling fandom like? Wrestling fandom is very it's very weird if you're not um, part of the wrestling community. If you're not part of the wrestling community, it's it's like the Wild West. It's like you, you have people from all over because there's so many promotions out there and there's so many you know people that are signing from one promotion to another promotion. And then it's like you, you get that people. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, this person signed with this other major company. It's like, oh, it's like half of them are like, good for them. You know, that company is going to thrive because of this person going there. And then you have the other people are like, Oh, he should have gone here. Why is he going over there? He's he's going to be wasted over there. And then you have the people that are against WWE because WWE has kind of become a shadow of what it used to be. It's becoming what anyone who's listening to this and is a wrestling fan will know. I've, I've seen this comparison somewhere else. It's not this is not mine, but WWE is becoming what the latter half of what WCW was was before they ran out of before what's, they went out of business. What's that one? WCW is what used to run on TT. That was run by uh, Ted Turner, and that had like Hulk Hogan and the NWO and um, Ric Flair for a while and Sting and stuff like that. Okay. And it went out of business, and it was bought up by WWF, WWE. And um, when that happened, you know, all like all the guy, not all of them, but most of them jumped ship to WWE, and they made a whole angle about it. 
and it was all it was fine it was okay like you know the younger me was like yeah this is awesome and you look back and it's like they could have handled that a little better like it's just like no nah, i don't know about that some of the decisions they made that was back then now like i mentioned there's so many promotions out there and what's happening now is that a lot of wwe guys are getting let go because of budget cuts which sometimes isn't really the case uh and wrestling fans are smarter than these companies think that we are uh-huh. even though oh not all of them let's, let's admit it not all of them are smarter than they think they are but a lot of uh wwe guys are getting let go and they're signing up to other companies and the first thing as soon as someone's released the first thing out of everyone's mouth or not everyone's mouth but most people's mouth is like oh they're going to aew it's like no they could be going somewhere else they could be going to japan japan has a really great promotion uh called new japan pro wrestling Really great. Some of those guys come over here to America every now and then, and they pull on great matches. Uh, or they can go uh, to Ring of Honor, which uh, back in the day, a lot some a lot of the Ring of Honor guys went to AEW, and some of them actually run AEW. So AEW is run by wrestlers, right. um, and it's run by uh, Tony Khan. If you mention Tony Khan on wrestling Twitter, you're immediately liked because he's one of the just he's this great guy he knows everything about wrestling he's a huge wrestling nerd and everyone just loves tony Khan. i love tony Khan. um a little biased because he's actually from the chicagoland area but no that's besides the case um but wrestling twitter it's it's so it's like i said it's like the wild west it's like you never know what where you're gonna land you're gonna land on people hyping up people and being really friendly and just accepting you and be like, you know, what, what's your favorite match? What's your favorite promotion? You know, who's your favorite wrestler? This, this, and that. And then you have the other side. It's like WWE or AEW. Which one? Because depending on your answer is how we're going to treat you for the rest of your time here. And right. I don't like that. That's just really dumb. It's so interesting to me that all across fandom spaces, every fandom, you know, we... We oftentimes, one of the things I really like about doing the show is that oftentimes fandom gets pigeonholed into nerd, nerd community yeah. spaces of comic books, movies, TV shows, uh, video games. That's <clears throat> fandom. And what I'm discovering is that the is that fandom spaces exist on all sorts of things. Uh, all sorts of places, wrestling, tiki, uh, Formula One, sport, sports in general. Uh, I even really, we even talked a little bit about religion in one of my one of my recent episodes. Um, and it's always the same attitudes. It's all the same people doing the same things. Yeah, that's insane all, to me. That's all we know, right? It's like you you have to be on one side or the other. It's 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 like this thing that was integrated in us when we were kids. It's like you have to like this. You have to like this. You, if you like this, then that probably means you don't really like this. So we're going to gonna pigeonhole you into just liking this from now on. And that's going to be the thing that defines you or, you know, the thing that follows you for, you know, for a long time. And if you change that in the future or anything like that, then we're going to look at you a little weird and be like, well, well, why do you like that all of a sudden? Like, why is that something that you like all like? No, it's like I've liked both these things, but I've had to say I like just this one thing because otherwise people, fans, society, whatever, is going to tell me, like, you know, there's, some, there's something wrong with me or there's something off about me. Or it's like, oh, then you're not really a real fan of this right. because you like all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked about it with um, 
uh, Scott Cloro, who I think was the last episode that was released um, at the time of this recording. Uh, and we talked about the Star Trek fandom a bit. And within the Star Trek fandom, I, I've seen Star Trek my whole life. I've watched, I watched tons of Star Trek. I've watched every Star Trek episode ever. I've recently made that accomplishment. I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> um, I've seen every movie. But when I dared to say that I liked the 2009 Star Trek reboot directed by J.J. Abrams, I was chastised. You don't know real Star Trek. You've never seen Star Trek. Clearly, you're too. You know, you don't know Star Trek. What? What does that mean? I haven't seen the original series because I have. Right. Like, what is what is the what is the impetus for wanting to look down on someone just because they don't share the same? Well, they don't share the same likes because they do share the same likes, but they don't like it the same way that you do. Right. I'm with you. I love the 2009. I, I love the fir- that first one. I, well, I watch love it. is a bit strong. I mean, no, I, I will use love. Because okay. um, uh, I watch that anytime that I get a chance. But no, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's also this thing about um, ownership, right? And I know that's something you guys have talked about in the past as well. It's like, you know, certain fans um, feel a certain ownership over certain characters or properties. And Anytime something changes or anytime something is even remotely, you know, even if it's a minor thing changed and it, it will affect, you know, whatever comes in the future, fans are like, why are you doing that? Right. And I feel like that's, you know, a lot. Of, I feel like that's very prominent in the comic book movies, not just Marvel, but DC and all these other you know properties where they change things, uh, where they change, you know, a backstory, they change how a character looks or they change a costume or something and like everyone like that's the immediate first reaction is like why they do look like that i remember when um it was uh scarlet witch with wanda and quicksilver when they first appeared in age of ultron it's like why why is she not wearing her original costume because it wouldn't make sense mm-hmm. for the story they're trying to tell it wouldn't make sense for you know for her to be half naked when she's fighting the avengers or she's fighting a bunch of robots like it doesn't make sense it for her to be wearing that it's like do you really you know want what? her to... you ahead. know what spoilers for wandavision they got there eventually yeah exactly yeah and and, and it looks great in the changes they made it's it, it, it's not the exact you know thing from the comics but it's the closest thing that makes sense to the universe that they were building in the mcu yeah there is currently um i don't know if you've known if you know this this is actually part of a point that i want to get to in a minute but uh there is actually um a cardboard cutout of miss marvel making the rounds um the upcoming miss marvel tv series where it looks like they've changed her power sets from the comics i saw that yeah and i saw some of the discourse around that yeah i don't know how i feel about that see the thing is i get it i get the ownership thing to a degree of like you know it's the taskmaster thing um i am firmly of the opinion that they shouldn't have made that character taskmaster because we're past the point now where we need to use a character name just for name recognition. We don't, we shouldn't be doing that anymore. We have gotten to the point where we have seen Aquaman make a billion dollars. Like Aquaman. Aquaman. (laughs) There are two Ant-Man movies at that point. Like you, you really, if you're going to do Taskmaster, do Taskmaster. That said, that character works well for that story. Yes, definitely. 
shouldn't have been Taskmaster, though. So I get it. I get the discourse to a degree. I'm not over here saying, like, I know better. I just think the name Taskmaster was was poorly used. But that comes to a point that I'm trying to make where it's like, fans tend to think that because, and I get it, that because they've been reading these characters for so long, because they've been watching these movies for so long, um, for example, with Star Wars and The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi comes out, and these characters these these fan these fans know sorry i don't mean to i don't know if you how you like the last jedi so trigger warning for last jedi i'm still very indifferent about it to be honest to be okay confused. i love it okay but it, it's people uh it, but people who have been reading luke skywalker for 30 years i get it all of a sudden this is not the luke skywalker that they've been reading about this is a different luke skywalker so they say they know best but i tend to fall on the thing like Honestly, just because a person's a creator, just because it's a director, just because it's a writer, whatever, doesn't mean that they haven't been reading the same things that you have for us for just as long. At the end of the day, honestly, we tend to look at these people as like they're not real people, that they are they are slaves to us to give us what we want. Exactly. Yeah. But that's not true. They are just like us. Yeah, like that always bothers me. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, a director comes on board or a writer comes on board or even an actor sometimes. And they're like, well, are they are like, are they like, we never like accept the fact that they could be fans. Yeah. Like that we just accept, like, we just like our first opinions, like, oh, they got hired because they made, you know, their last two movies made, you know, X amount of money at the box office or because they're a go to director for the studio or, um, you know, they're, you know, they made a, a big movie independently and it, you know, and it was a hit at the film festival. So like, okay, we got to nab that director because it will be good for us. It'll be good publicity for us. It'll be good for the studio. It'll be good for, you know, everyone else or whatever like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like, we have to learn to accept that, you know, anyone who gets hired, anyone who gets, you know, whatever that's attached to a project, they could be fans. You know, they could be fans like you and me. They could have opinions that you agree with. But at the end of the day, they still have to make a paycheck and they still have to follow certain guidelines that a studio will give them. Right. And there's also the other thing of like studios have quality control with characters. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they they're not comic book characters specifically have have tons of quality control. That's why there's editors. That's why there's editor in chiefs. That's why there's tons of people that these books have to go through before they yeah. reach our hands. Fans can misinterpret stories. It's all, that's why it's subjective. They could interpret it in different ways. Um, but if you if you claim that you know best, honestly, I don't think you do know know better than the person who dedicated their life to making sure that the character on the page is consistent with the same character that he's been for thirty years. Right, or the person that created it. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other thing. We should probably move further into uh because i haven't even asked you my second question um what led oh, really you... we're just gone you know we're going we're at just it. Going. uh what led you to start your podcast uh so the podcast was something that uh actually brewed from uh a college radio show that i had okay um and it was it, it was one of those things where i was like i don't know if i want to do that and uh i had a friend of mine um who was who didn't do the show with me, but um, we always talked about stuff. And he's like, "You should do it. You know, it gives you like a good outlet." At that point, and I'm like, "Okay." So I started doing the radio show, and I really liked it, and it gave me an outlet to talk about 
uh, movies. And it's exactly what the podcast is. It's It was a roundup of all the movie news. It was talking about trailers, talking about movies that came out that weekend. And then um, we had the show twice a week. And uh, what I did on the, that was the end of the sh- end of the week show. And at the beginning of the week show, it was talking about, you know, if I went to, I obviously went to the movies because that's right. what I used to do. Um, but I would talk about, you know, said movie. I would talk about anything that, you know, came out after the last show went up and we would um, take questions sometimes from people that listened or people that, you know, were around from the station and we would answer them. And that's what the show was for a while. And um, I then ended up leaving that community college and I left the radio show because I couldn't do that and then go to a university at the same time. And I went to the university. I focused on that. And then my last semester there, I met up with um, some friends I made some friends there and, and they were, you know, they were nerds. They were, they were like me. They liked nerd culture. They liked all that stuff and like movies. And I was, and we were just talking around and we were like, uh, maybe we should start a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was at that point, I was starting, starting to listen to podcasts um, at that point. And I was like, we should start a podcast. And like, my idea was like my brain, actually, I just like went everywhere. It was like pistons firing at all places. Like, oh, we can do this. We can do this. We can do that. And then once I graduated, I was like, okay, I need something to do. Because at that point, I didn't have a job. I was, I was couch surfing. Um, and I was like, okay, we gotta, I got to do this. I got to do that. And then I realized when I started putting everything together, I was like, I have no money to do this. I don't even have a space to record. I don't have anything to do for the podcast. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to buy a mic and I'm going to start from there. And even if it's just an audio podcast. Cause I originally wanted it to be an audio and video podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the video couldn't work out because I just, I didn't have the best camera in the world. So it just ended up becoming an audio podcast. And I was like, you know what? I just, I want to do this because I wanted to keep doing the radio show, but I couldn't do it anymore. So I left and I just wanted, you know, a bigger outlet than, you know, the hundred, what used to be 120 characters on Twitter and, mm-hmm. and not, you know, posting stuff on my Facebook all the time. Cause it would have, that yeah, you remember, back. you remember that? Yeah, yeah, you remember the Tony characters? Um, and I didn't want to keep posting stuff on my Facebook because I didn't want to keep annoying my friends. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. And I got the mic and I started recording my first podcast. And it just went from there. I just, I, honestly, I just wanted an outlet to talk about movies, to talk about the movie news because it was something that I always looked up. I was always, you know, going to the outlets. I was going, to like the Hollywood Reporter and Variety and Deadline and um, all these other sites. And I just, I just wanted an outlet. And I just, I was hopeful that, you know, maybe I can find someone that found the podcast and they would like it and they would keep listening and go from there. Okay. I mean, basically the same story as a lot of people. Um, You did find a job though, right? I did find a job. Yes. I did have a job. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. I was no, a, little, a little worried about you. For all these years. No, I'm still on the couch. It's, couch it's my surfing, doing my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, so you started, you started doing your podcast. You're, you're now engaging in fandom spaces in a way that you never, you never had before. Yeah. What was because, that, what was that yeah like? because I had to, you know, I, it was like, it's one thing. It's like, okay, you, you read the news. And like, at this point, like Twitter's getting really big and like the fandoms are going in there. And start talking about stuff. So I'm 
doing the podcast and I'm trying to like gauge the opinions of everybody. So I'm going to Twitter. I'm going to places that I never thought I would go. And uh, I'm just reading like everything. I'm, I'm literally just gathering all the information I can, the negative, the positive, um, and just trying to gauge their opinions and also having and making sure that their opinions don't bleed into my opinion. Cause one of the things that I'm, um, that I always want to do is like, I want to give my honest opinion. I never want to give an opinion that is the right opinion. That's something that just goes along with everybody else. And I also don't want to bash anything because that's not the person I, I'm not going to bash something because everyone else is bashing on it. Right. Um, you know, I've been upset about some things like, the Flash movie, I remember one time on the podcast, I got really upset because the Flash movie kept getting delayed. I'm not the biggest Flash person in the world, but the fact that they kept getting, they kept hiring a director and then letting them go because of creative differences six months after they hired them, it kept happening over and over again. And at that point, I was like, I can't take it anymore. And it was the first time that I ever got mad on the podcast and I yelled and I had to cut stuff off because I knew I just, that couldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> I've I've done that before. Uh, you know, it's funny. I wonder if the creative differences were because that the directors wanted to make a Flash movie and not a Batman movie. <laughs> that could be. You never know. Yeah. They're just like, I want to make a Flash movie. No, we want to make a Batman movie. Okay, creative differences then. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've done that too. Like, there are times where I've gotten heated. I try not to cut out my, my co-host stuff, but I will cut out my stuff if I'm just like, I'm an idiot here or i got way too heated here and um but otherwise i i, I leave most everything in which is probably where a podcast is three hours long <laughs> but anyway but it's a good three hours oh i appreciate it i wasn't fishing for that but i like that <laughs> um all right so you're so what if how did that change your perspective though of fandom so how did you how did you you're now looking at all that stuff you're 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 getting mad on your podcast you're 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 looking at co internet comment sections you're on twitter a ton how did that change your perspective your, your perspective of fandom from where it was i mean i i think i think i mentioned a little bit earlier like i didn't really know a lot about fandom like i wasn't it wasn't something that you know i searched out or that i knew too much about and then when the start of the podcast i started seeing you know, all the things that we talked about, like the toxicity of the gatekeeping and stuff like yeah. that. And that was some of the things where I was like, I don't want that to be my podcast. I want my podcast to be um, something that you can come to and listen and, you know, hear my opinion. And I'll always tell you that this is my opinion and you can make your opinion from there. And I'll, you know, I'll say like, you know, uh, the internet is saying, you know, the fans are saying this about uh, this pro uh, this project or this you know movie or this trailer or whatever. And I'm like, here's my opinion. And here's what I think. And um, in in terms of um, you know, like what it's done for me uh, personally, it's like I, I try to not. I don't want to tone it out because I I just feel like if you only see the positive and you only read the positive things, you're not getting the whole story. Sure. Um, and if you only see that part, it's like you don't see what the other fans are thinking. And like sometimes even if those fans are like whining and yelling and saying like, you know, this is ruining my childhood, which I hate that phrase. Um, Nobody is going is going back in time and retroactively changing the thing that you saw as a child. Exactly. And that's one of the things I, I, I always <laughs> I'm going to go on a tangent now. That's one of the things that I hate about uh, anytime a movie gets remade um, or it's announced to be a remake. I'm like. They're not going back in time and they're not going to your house 
to get all the copies of of the movie that you have and burning them in front of you and being like you th- the only version you can see now is the version that we put out like i hate that i, I hate it's like yeah they're remaking the movie you can say like oh yeah they're running out of ideas that's fine you'll still always have that original movie with you and no one's gonna take that from you which also by the way the running out of ideas thing is also wrong they're not running out of ideas studios are just taking less int- less chances on the things that aren't ip ip driven yeah exactly so it's like anytime yeah anytime that pops up i'm like i hate i hate that discourse but i'm gonna listen i hear your opinion i'll read your opinion and sometimes you know they bring up a good point i'm like okay like okay uh, i see your point but it's like that's the thing it's like sometimes you have to listen to the negative stuff you have to like really listen to it because sometimes they bring up a good point don't let it consume you and don't let it be the only thing you read but you have to listen to both sides well a stopped clock is right twice a day they say that's true um, or a broken clock, I should say. Broken clock. Um, yeah. So, seeing those negative opinions, I want to talk. To, I want to talk to you a bit about that. So, you think it's important to see what is essentially both sides of the story is what you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you I want that like, to like drive your your discussion points? I feel like it does because it it, um, it allows me to really see the whole story because you you can I can be really excited about like. Um, you know, when we're recording this, uh, that new trailer for the Netflix movie uh, Kate dropped, the one with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I thought that trailer was really, really cool. Um, I know there's a lot of people that probably don't think it's cool. Um, uh, let me use a better example: the Venom trailer. The Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer drop. I still don't know how I feel about that movie, mm-hmm. even after two trailers. Um, and I'm excited. I mean, I'll go watch it because I like Venom. I like nerd culture. I like Spider Man. I like well, Spider Man's not in it. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Um, he's not. Gonna he's, be not. It. he's not. Yeah, he's not going to be it. But um, I know a lot of people. Like I saw. It's funny because I saw two things. I saw. Like it's funny because I. I have my personal Twitter and then I have my podcast Twitter. Right. And half of my podcast Twitter was really excited, and the other half was like, eh, "I'm going to hold off my expectations." My personal Twitter, it was like. I'm really excited for this. I hope they don't mess it up. And then the other half was like, I'm really looking forward to this. And I'm just like trying to like, like, how, like I don't know. Like, I still don't know how I feel about it. Like, I like the look. I kind of I kinda like that shot of Woody Harrelson turning in the carnage because it kind of looks like his face is warping a little bit. But I don't know how I feel. Because the first movie, I thought it was okay. It wasn't great. But it wasn't something I'd be like, that's a bad comic book adaptation that's a bad comic book movie just i I probably already said my opinion by the time this comes out on the (laughs) podcast but i really like what carnage is doing i like everything carnage related i'm crazy about the rest of it because car because the the carnage that we see at least in the trailers it's the carnage that we kind of know from the comics hey and i like what woody harrelson is doing too i think that that all looks pretty cool i just no it's First one's fine. This one looks fine. Yeah, and then that's the thing. It's like it looks fine. It's like it's yeah. we've been waiting for this character. We've been waiting for this, and it's like it finally comes out, and it's like, well, we kind of already know what to expect a little bit from the first movie, and it's like, oh, you're giving me this really cool trailer. You're kind of getting connected to Carnage, and then it's like, but it's connected to everything else in the trailer, and it's like, it's fine, I guess. So you want to look at so basically. By looking at all these negative opinions and positive opinions and making sure you see basically both sides of the coin, um, 
do you ever does it ever weigh on you at all do the negative opinions kind of like start to beat you down a bit do you ever kind of get burnt out with that i would say i would say yes because i feel like you know there there's certain things that you love and you like and for me being that guy that always looks at both at both sides it's like it's like yeah okay like i like this thing and i look at the positive side it's like i look at people saying positive things like okay great yeah they agree with me awesome then i go to the other side and it's like i guess i kind of see what you're saying ah you're saying all these things like do i like it's like it's it's almost hard to like really like something because there's always going to be someone that immediately goes to you and be like why do you like that what this 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 and this like look at all these things why do you like this so much like it's almost like they're questioning you and like they want to start an argument with you of why you like this things like why can't i just like it it's like it happens a lot to podcasters exactly and 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 that's like one of the things like for us it's like you know for me personally or like i only it's just me like i have to like feel the questions and like by myself that's like and it's like if i had someone else with me or you know another you know at least two other people with me like you guys you you guys carry the burden for each other um for the most part for me it's like three other people three other people yeah three um you guys can most kind of probably carry the burden for me it's like i have to hit hit everything head on and thankfully i don't have that much negative discourse on my podcast uh i've had very positive uh reactions to to the podcast for me but there's always those negative people and it's it it kind of weighs on you a little bit because it's like you know you're doing this for me it's like you're doing this for fun and i'm doing this for fun now i you know i want to get my you know i just want to have fun with it and i want to have fun with the box and i feel like i've opened up a little bit more on my podcast and then those negative people come in and you're just like do i really want to keep doing this yeah. is this something that i really want to deal with on a daily basis or a monthly basis or you know however long you know i i keep doing this podcast see i try to tune it all out like i i, I don't want to honestly i'm trying to tune out the the positive discourse too because even that could get a little overwhelming sometimes but like <laughs> that's a more recent thing and i've got some mental health issues but like i've been trying to deal with the the been trying to tune out all the negative stuff like ghostbusters afterlife dropped its first trail its latest trailer on its first trailer i really like it i'm really excited for that movie um but lots of people aren't I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to know. I get it. I respect your opinion. I don't want to hear it anymore. I just want to, at this point in my life, I've gotten to the point that I just want to enjoy things. Exactly. Yeah. We just want to enjoy stuff. Like, just let us enjoy stuff. Like, if you enjoy it, that's fine. Say your piece and then leave. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy it, I don't, I'm not, I'm not attacking anybody who doesn't enjoy anything. You do you, man. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll hear you out. All right, fine. You want to go on for five minutes? Go ahead. After that, I don't want to hear it. Just go yeah. away. Like, you said your piece. I heard you. You don't need to keep yelling at anybody. You don't need to keep posting on Twitter every day. You know, you don't need to make it your daily mission to be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do this if this movie makes X amount of money. It's like, no, you're not. Just shut up. Just go away. We we hit, we were talking about whether or not we wanted to. And I'm, I'm not talking about my podcasters, by the way. I'm talking about just Twitter things because there's often discourse on a podcast. That's what makes a podcast a podcast. You're all friends, and your 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 
sharing each other's opinions and discussing those opinions in a way. Yeah. But we were talking about whether or not we were going to review Space Jam A New Legacy. <laughs> and we all were kind of like... I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. We, we were all kind of like, you know, I, I don't feel like kicking a movie for 30 minutes. <laughs> I just kind of don't feel like doing that. And I was like, that's fine. So we, we I hadn't seen it. We didn't review it. We reviewed Gunpowder Milkshake instead, which I thought was a far more enjoyable experience. Um, sometimes you just got to do that, man. You, you got to look out for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's like, I, I get, you know, especially for you guys, uh, I know, because uh, I know you guys have a, a, a pretty decent fan base, a pretty big fan base. It's like, yeah, it's like, you're waiting for people. Uh, yeah, you know, come on, come on. Um, you know, there's people like waiting for you to say something about a certain, you know, movie news item or a certain movie or whatever. And it's like, I agree with you. It's like, sometimes you just get, you gotta be like, you know what guys, we're not gonna talk about it because I don't have anything to say about it. I don't, you know, maybe I didn't like it. Maybe I don't feel like I'm going to like it and I don't want to talk about it. And I think, you know, depending on, you know, how your fans are, they'll accept that. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, you're right. Yeah. We don't want to hear you that. We don't want to hear that. There is some fun to be had when, you don't like something oh, of course. and yeah. you want to, and you, you want to have fun with that, with, with that type of um, discourse. But if it's just that, if you're just kicking that dead horse, if you just keep going at it and like, you don't have anything at all that is any enjoyable to say, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Like I, that, for me, fandom is supposed to going back to what this podcast is about. Fandom is supposed to be fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Of course, you know, I can, you know, go on for an hour talking about how bad this movie was and how bad the acting was and why they made this decision. But at the same time, it's like, do I really want to do that? Do I really yeah. want to be that? Do I really want to be that guy? It's do the really difference do- between a critic, a criticism, and being an asshole. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a little while back um, that you go on Reddit. Uh, I used to. I don't. I don't do okay. it anymore. I don't anymore because uh, Reddit's uh, Reddit's fine. Reddit's fine for the most part. Uh, at least from my experience, it's been yeah. fine for the most part. Uh, but sometimes, every now and then, you'll get an opinion. You'll see a headline on there, and you're like, "Huh, I don't know if I want to click on that and read that." And then you click on it because you're curious. They're like, "Oh, okay, you went that way." That's that's not what I was expecting. I'm gonna move along. That's I I, I always want, I'm always so curious about Reddit because I've never been on it. Um, Reddit, Reddit's great. I mean, the, you know, depending on what you're there for, I mean, it's really great uh, for the most part. So I mean, if you're ever curious, you know, you can go ahead and search on. It. And there's you know sections and sections upon you know different categories and stuff. But yeah, Reddit's yeah. Reddit's fine. Reddit's good if you're there for the you know you know if you're there for the good stuff. Okay. Um, I think we're about winding down, but I forgot to ask you a follow-up question to the burnout thing, uh, which I wanted to, which was the, I'm a horrible host. Oh my God. Um, how, do you, how do you um, stop burnout? You're the only, here's what, I'm, here's what I'm trying to get at. You're the only one doing your podcast. You don't necessarily have a responsibility to other people, which is what I, I fall into whenever I want to take a break. And you see the both sides thing and you see a lot of toxicity. You see a lot of positivity too, but like the toxicity is loud and berating and punishing. Oh yeah. 
what do you how do you keep going <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I have no idea how i've kept going for this long um you know I, i'm gonna I'm be honest I don't, I don't think i've ever said this to anybody so uh this is an exclusive for you um i love it I've, uh, <laughs> I, I've almost stopped doing the podcast now for two years. And it was, yeah, it was 2019. I was like, you know what? This is going to be the last year I do the podcast because it's not, it's not going where I want it to be. It's not going where I kind of thought it would be. And it's still just me. It's just by myself. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, doing a podcast for, for that long, it was like by yourself. It gets a little, it, it, it you know, listening to a one person podcast as a fan just me listening to one person podcast depending on what the podcast is about it's like it could be a little dull sometimes because you're just hearing one person's opinion um so 2019 came around and i was like man maybe i'll stop doing the podcast and i'm like okay i'll keep it going for another year 2020 came around and i'm like you know what this is gonna be the i didn't announce it but i was like maybe this is gonna be the final year and then covid hit i was like i'm not gonna stop my podcast because covid hit like that would just be the ultimate like swift kick in the nuts to me personally but I'm like just me doing it because it's like I'm not gonna do that. So then 2021 rolled around, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep it going for at least for a little bit longer. I'm gonna do this year. I'm gonna do next year, and then see where we go from there. For me personally, the burnout stuff. It's like every now and then, you know, there will be a week that comes up, and I have everything ready. Like I always have my outline ready. As soon as a, uh, something comes out, I you know do the word document or my notes document. And I read the I read the news, I jot down all the important parts, and uh, and then I just and then I you know give my opinions on there, and then I walk away for a little bit, come back, read the discourse online, and see what's going on, and then you know jot my my notes down there. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday rolls around, which is usually the day I record a podcast, or at least a good chunk of a podcast. And it's like, yeah, you know, I just look at my outline. It's like I have nothing really new or nothing exciting or nothing noteworthy to say about this stuff do i even do the podcast do i even want to do it? and there'd be some times where it's like i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do a podcast because i can't there's nothing there that i can add to the conversation right um and there have been times where it's like you know uh i think it was earlier this year no it was last year during uh when the lockdown happened there was just so much stuff going on and um it was during the summer i had uh something going on with me uh personally and uh my job my summer job was like we're closing down for a little bit because it's just what we got to do we got to deep clean everything we don't know what's going to happen with you guys so i'm like you know what i'm not in the headspace for it i'm done i didn't do the podcast for like a month mm-hmm. and i remember that and i felt fine and I was like, you know what? This is uh, maybe maybe it was a much needed break. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I did the podcast again for the first time after that. And I was like, this is fun. This is great. I, I miss this. And then a few weeks go by, a month goes by. I'm like, I don't know if I want to keep. Doing, <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And even before, so I think it was maybe 2018. I took half a year off. Uh yeah, I took, I took about half a year off. And right. in that time that I took it off, there was all this movie news stuff that was dropping. I was like, oh, this would be so much, this would be really cool to, to talk about. But I don't, I'm not in the headspace. Like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, if I had someone else with me, 
I'd be like, can you take over? Can you, you know, tag in? Do you want me to come in and help you out every now and then? Like, that would be great. But it's just me. And for, you know, for the most part, it's like the thing that I care about the most about the podcast, because it's only me, it's my name. Um, it's like, I never want to put anything out that's not good. I don't want to put anything out that I don't believe in, that I don't, um, that I don't think is good. That, that it's half-assed or anything like that because it's like at the end of the day you're taking your time to listen to my podcast of all the movie news podcasts that are out there you're listening to mine even if you listen to like half of it i don't care mm-hmm. you're you're still giving me you your still time. get the click you still get, get the click in the click again the click you're giving me your time to listen to hear me out to my my little opinion my little voice and i always want to put my best effort out there and if I know, like, I know I've done podcasts uh, where I know I'm not giving my best effort and I hate it and I never want to do that again. Right. Well, as someone who has a similar uh, mentality as you, um, I think it is very important to keep your voice out there because you are a positive force and there are too many podcasts, far too many podcasts who succeed that are doing it based on negativity, toxicity, and not enough podcasts that are out there uh, that are just trying to be positive. And I hope you don't quit. I hope you don't call it quits because of that. Yeah, and that's that's my hope. And you know, uh, I found a very uh, close group uh, of podcasts. I think I posted this on my Instagram not that long ago. Um, where I think I mentioned that, like, I, I thought about quitting the podcast. I thought about, you know, calling it quits. But because um, I started up the, the Instagram from the podcast, which I haven't done, which I don't know why I haven't done. I started it this year and I got all these followers like, what am I doing? What, why didn't I not start this before? But I found all these podcasts and all these podcasts found me somehow and just listening to them. And even you guys that I've been listening to for, you know, for a while, the Fake Nerd Podcast and everyone that's, you know, come from you know that's kind of spring from that um, our network our family of podcasts yeah yeah um it's like it's given me inspiration it's giving me you know the drive to keep going to keep doing good podcasts to expand even i have ideas of, of expanding the podcast or even starting another podcast you know i don't want to do that by myself but um because just running two podcasts by myself would be uh, insanity and you probably would never see me I would never see the light of day ever again. <laughs> um, but uh, I, uh, you know, it's inspired me to, to just keep going and keep doing these, you know, keep doing the podcast because it's just revived me and rejuvenated me in, in a way. I'm glad to hear that. And I think that's a good place to end it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, that, that, that's a really good note to end on it. A really personal note. I, I love it. It's great. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I'm glad we finally got, were able to coordinate this. We know we've been trying for a while. Yes, we um, have. Yeah. Uh, and I, at the end of every show, I like to give the space to plug whatever you want, your socials, your podcast, your whatever. Uh, yeah, so you can go uh, follow me on uh, the podcast anyway. Uh, uh, it's Instagram and Twitter, uh, Movie Pit Podcast, all one word. And uh, you can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, 
Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify, and YouTube. If you want to watch it on YouTube, it's only audio, but if you want to listen over there on YouTube, um, just you know, search Movie Fit Podcast on those spaces. If you want to follow me personally, uh, I like to tweet about wrestling and pictures of my cat, which he's not around, so I can't show you. Uh, but um, it's uh, Chris Renteria twenty seven. Uh, both Twitter and Instagram both have the same handle. Okay, great. Thank you again, man. This was a lot of fun, a lot of great stuff. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you, Christian. Um, I hope you had a good time on the show. I had a really good time talking to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed the, how the episode turned out. Um, I think that people are going to really respond to it. I'm really excited for the audience to listen to this. All right. Well, you can find everything, Christian below links below in the description i put everything there uh i'm sure if i remembered so uh definitely check him out subscribe to his channel um subscribe to this podcast follow his instagrams um yeah it'd be great uh okay so some some uh tidying up as you know conversation is going to be a uh every other week now as i said up top so uh stay tuned for the next episode in two weeks I'm talking to Travis Alexander from the Kaiju Weekly Podcast. That's a good one. Can't wait for you guys to hear that one. Um, other than that, you know, there's tons of other shows that I do. Uh, part of the Fake Nerd Family Podcast. Um, there's Basement Arcade, which we're recording a ton of stuff for that I'm excited for you guys to hear. There's Basement Arcade Pause Menu, which is Ben Magnet's show where he talks to um, a lot of really interesting guests in the retro gaming community and just gaming in general. Uh, if you're into video games, uh, I highly recommend that show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that exists in audio and video form. There is Animation Station, which is a video podcast where uh, that's Sparks' show, where he talks about animation. Uh, a new episode is coming soon, so stay tuned for that. That won't be up by the time this is out. Uh, then there's Fake Nerds Watch, which has been very busy lately with uh, talking about What If every episode and every episode of Star Trek Lower Decks where I team up with uh, podcasters Mike Michael Carls from the Downright Nerdy Podcast and uh, Cookie from Just a Little Podcast uh, where we talk about every episode of Star Trek Lower Decks. That's been a lot of fun. What If has been a lot of fun. Check out both of those. Those are our only video shows. Um, stay tuned for more of those. And of course... There's our Mothership show, the Fickner Podcast. We are skipping this week, um, but we are going to be coming back with an episode of probably Why the Last Man, discussing the first volume and the first episode of the new FX TV series, Why the Last Man. The most recent episode that is up now is on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, so check that out. All the socials are Fickner Podcast. Uh, we have a Tee Public and we have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon has an exclusive shirt. Uh, T Public has a bunch of shirts and a bunch of other merch. We have a mask. You know, you can, you can get an exclusive mask. That's really cool. I really like those. Um, and then, yeah, again, like I said up top, if you want to be a part of the show, please email me at fakenerdguys at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you've got a geek podcast, if you're part of a fandom, even a unique fandom, um, anything really, let's just have a t- let's just have a chat about your fandom. All right, so that, I guess that'll do it. Uh, make sure to subscribe on all the uh, podcasting channels that you get this on. Rate and review wherever you get this. I'd really appreciate a review. And until next time, uh, in two weeks, for Travis Alexander from the Kaiju Weekly Podcast, stay true to the fan in you. Bye.